Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Super glad that you are spending a little bit of your time with me today, especially because my favorite episodes of this podcast are almost always episodes where my clients share their stories and their improvements, and most importantly, their process with you, which is exactly what we are doing today. One of my fall clients, she'd actually worked with me before, works with me again in the fall, is sharing her story, and it is a tremendous one. One of the questions I get asked a lot is how changing the way we think, changing what we think, changing how we think, changing what we think about, how that translates to meaningful changes in your health, in your food choices, in your finances, in your relationships. And I think that today's episode is going to clear up so much of that At the end of the day, and we'll talk about this in the episode, it is what you think and how you think that drives every single decision you make, right? If you find that you can talk yourself into overindulging, you can talk yourself into breaking a promise over and over and over, that is a direct result of how you think. So when we become better thinkers, we don't fall prey to the same kind of excuses and exceptions. But what's exciting about today's episode is that you're going to hear from somebody who is living this work, who is in the trenches doing it. And I I called it the how-to of big change because she touches on so many different things that are really the guideposts to any change, whether that change is starting a business, getting out of debt, saving money, improving your relationships, or it's losing weight, getting fit, anything along those lines. One of the big things that you'll hear her share is that she had to stop avoiding the problem. This was specifically financially for her, the debt. Stop avoiding it, right? It's one thing to have this foreboding, oh, there's a lot of debt, oh, it's going to take a long time. But that isn't acknowledgement, right? Even though you know there's a problem, you still could be avoiding it, avoiding the details, avoiding a plan of action. So one of the how-tos of big change that you'll hear about in today's episode is stop avoiding the issue. A lot of people, I know this was me for a long time, I didn't want to get on the scale. Even after I had Dagny, right? So pregnant for over nine months, delivered via C-section, And then everything we went through with her loss, I was avoiding seeing like what the reality was. I knew about how much weight I had gained, but I avoided it for a long time. And I see people doing that maybe 
over the holidays, you haven't been working out or you haven't been eating the way you normally do or you've been indulging more than normal and you're avoiding the truth. That's why a lot of people don't want to write down what they eat. It's one of the pillars that I work with with all of my clients, no matter what their goal is, is let's look at the way we're fueling our bodies because it's not just about weight. That is about energy. That is about mood. That is about accountability and awareness and vitality and all of those things. So stop avoiding is one of the big pillars. Face it. Another one that you'll hear us talk about directly and indirectly is asking yourself questions instead of just going with default thoughts. Those default thoughts, those first thoughts, the most practiced, the most familiar of, I don't even care. This one thing won't hurt. It doesn't matter anyway. I'll start tomorrow. All of those thoughts, when we get in the practice of questioning questioning them, is this even true? What is more true? What lives between all or nothing? Gosh, I work with so many people, and I've recognized this in myself as well, who really operate on the all or nothing, on or off, trying or not trying. But when we ask questions, we can say, well, is there a middle ground? Just the other day, I did not want to work out. And that's not unusual for me. I'm not somebody that like loves, loves, loves to work out. I love how I feel after I work out. I love how it feels to be capable and functional and strong, but especially in this second pregnancy and in the winter weather, I don't want to work out. So I asked myself a question. Okay, what is something I can do? Maybe it's not a full workout, but what is something I can do? And sure enough, I did some body weight squats. I did some sumo deadlift high pulls with my 55-pound kettlebell. But there's always something, and I love questions. If you've been around here for a while or if you've read Chasing Cupcakes, you know that I think questions are one of the most powerful tools for change. But just like mindset, I get that question, like how is it that asking questions can change our behavior? And so you'll hear about that today, but it is certainly one of the how-tos of big change asking yourself questions, questioning your thoughts, not going with the default. And then one of the other big ones that you're going to hear about today is allowing for imperfection. And you've probably heard me say many times that I don't even believe perfection exists. I think it's something that we conjure up in our mind and then we measure ourselves against, which is so silly because I've never met anybody who even wants to be perfect, but then we beat ourselves up if we haven't measured up to this artificial standard that we just manufactured in our imagination, you know? Like, people will say, well, I wasn't perfect, but, well, do do you want to be perfect? Is that the goal? To never splurge on a pair of shoes, to never enjoy a cupcake, you know, all, like, is, is that the goal? No. Then why do you feel bad when you haven't hit it? And one of the cool things you're gonna hear in the story that I'm going to share with you today is that not only is there not an expectation of perfection, but there's very much an allowance for it and understanding that things are going to come up all the time and the plan is not going to be executed exactly as it was designed. There will always be things that are unexpected, things that trip us up, things that maybe want to make us go off course But instead of being dramatic, like, oh my gosh, this thing happened, I went to this party, I ate this stuff, or I had this unexpected bill come in the mail, or in the case of today's story, I really wanted this rain jacket, but it's not in the budget. 
It's not about sticking perfectly to a plan, but rather knowing that your plan will be imperfect. And then when things happen, when things get in the way, we're not dramatic about it. We're not overreacting, freaking out, disappointed. I'm never going to get there. See, something always happens. This is why I can't achieve what I want to achieve. I call bull. One of the keys of big change is knowing that you can have an exceptional plan and it's not going to be executed perfectly. It's not possible. It's also, more importantly, not necessary. And how we respond to that matters most. I talk about this all the time, but sometimes we think that success requires this like flawless journey and it requires that we stop getting distracted. No, it doesn't. You're always going to get distracted. Everybody experiences distraction. Success is about how we respond when we recognize that something's amiss, right? That we've been distracted, that we've been disengaged, that something went wrong, that something got in the way. Success is not about avoiding those things. It is about responding well to them. Anyway, I could go on and on and on and on and on, uh, but I think you're going to get a lot out of this conversation, and I want you to just see where you can start to implement some of these strategies, these pillars of big change in your own life. So take a listen, and I'll see you on the other side. So I'm curious, prior to starting with the 12 weeks to transformation, what was going on either in your mind or your life that made you initially interested in doing something like focusing on you for 12 weeks? Well, um, I kind of felt like a little stuck. Um, I, I did the fall, uh, 12 weeks and I also did the summer 12 weeks, uh, back to back this year. Mm -hmm. And the first one went so well that I was like, I cannot miss um, another opportunity to do this. Um, it's expensive, but worth the investment in myself. So previously I think I was feeling, really stressed and like one huge aspect of my life was just totally out of control um and that was my finances mm-hmm. um i have done the 12 weeks of transformation a couple years back um it looked very different at that time yeah but i figured this was a really good resource and very effective back then so maybe i'll give it a shot again and the different look really had me um thinking about different questions and it basically just opened my my eyes to the you know assessing the whole problem looking at it in the face um and getting creating momentum and motivation to deal with to deal with it so when you say that the first one went so well so you came in you were feeling struck stuck you were feeling really stressed especially with regard to your finances what changed for you in those first 12 weeks that, that made you feel like, okay, this is worth the investment? Um, I think the, having the guidance of, of what questions to ask yourself was, was the most important thing that I've taken away. Um, that's, I think what you, we truly learn in the 12 weeks is like how to ask yourself some, some questions, because I think I noticed myself and now that I've been doing it so much for consistently for so long I see it in other people of just avoiding the direct issue 
Mm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so you're just kind of skirting around and avoiding and you're like, Hey, I know I have a lot of debt. I know I have now, I know that I have $60,000 worth of debt that I have a plan to change before it was just like, I know it's bad. This is ambiguous. I have five different credit cards that I'm like having to just constantly, uh, you know, focus on <laughs> keeping my head above water. But um, I mean, the overwhelm that comes from that, like just the yeah. general sense of like, it's a mess. Yep. Yep. So um, now I have one large payment um, with a, an, a, you know, an interest rate that is, it's not great to be honest, but it's better than it was. Yeah. Um, so incremental progress. And I, if I stick to my guns and my, my daily affirmation of I will achieve financial freedom by 32, then I am free, you know, so that I've simplified it to a point where it's achievable. Um, and three years is a lot of time to think about um, yeah. paying such a high amount every month. But, you know, there are other people out there that have student loans and other circumstances that are that are also challenging. But because it's challenging doesn't mean that it's not worth doing because that freedom is something that I so look forward to and I cannot wait to celebrate. Yeah. Do you know how amazing it is to think of being financially free at 32? There are people that go their whole lives without that. There are people who are achieving financial freedom in their 60s and their 70s, and it's a huge accomplishment then. So for you, like, yes, this is this is a an undertaking. It takes discipline. It takes focus. It takes effort. It takes organization. It takes, you know, being really level-headed and mentally tough. But financial freedom by 32 opens so many doors. Like I would imagine the excitement of that yeah. <laughs> can help with sometimes the overwhelm or the frustration or even feeling like it's going kind of slow. Yeah, totally. Um, I, it's, it's changed the way that I think about so many things in my life. Um, I used to be kind of like a regular coffee splurger. Um, that was such an easy justification for me because it, it just felt like a treat every time it was only like four or $5 with right. a tip. And it was just like, okay, well, this little thing with this little cost gives me so much joy that it's worth it. You know what I mean? Because I have been pretty intentional about like things that bring me joy and doing those things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's the shift in the mindset of like, even though it's only $4, how many times did I spend $4 this right. month? Right. Um, that adds up. So it does. If you look at it over a year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, $10 on this cute thing that's on sale in Target, plus that $4 coffee and those kinds of things happen every day or multiple times a day over a year. That's a lot of money. Yep. Oh, totally. And I, I realized that. And that's why I was like, okay, well, there's definitely some things that I can cut. And I'd be lying if I said that the pandemic didn't help establish these habits. Sure. Yep. Um, because I'm just not going as many places. Yep. And I think that'll be the next the next level of challenge for me is to apply the habits that I've built now to what should be, I guess, quote unquote, normal life right. in the future, maybe next spring or next summer after there's a vaccine for COVID. So one of the things that you said is that you learn to ask yourself better questions. And I would imagine that there are people listening who are like, all right, that's lovely, but how does that actually help? You know, whether it's because they too want to get a handle on their debt and they've been avoiding it, or for them it's fitness, or it's their relationship, or it's the organization in their home, or it's, it's their weight. From your experience, learning the skill of 
asking better questions, knowing what questions to ask that will be effective, that will influence your behavior, what does that do? How has that helped you in real life with your finances? Good question. Um, so in real life, it just helps me be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I, if I'm asking myself a direct question and a specific question, I want to highlight that because if you ask yourself a general, a general question, you're not going to get a lot out of it. You have to ask mm-hmm. a specific question. Um, like, for instance, is this coffee you know, is is this coffee part of my ultimate goal of financial freedom? If not, then maybe today I don't get it. Um, And another time, maybe I will, um, because sometimes your mental health has to come first. Um, But yeah, it's a, (laughs) it has a a lot of different impacts um, for the way that I have operated my life since then. Um, Another question that I would ask myself um, you know, a specific question would be, you know, around gear. I, I live in Colorado and sometimes, you know, I, I have a lot of outdoorsy friends and I want to do all of the things all of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's really challenging for me to kind of pull back and say, what's going to get me where I need to be? Um, is it going to be spending $4,000 on a mountain bike mm-hmm. this, this, <laughs> this year? Or is it going to be, maybe I can wait, yeah. uh, you know, may, I can create, what can I do today that would, you know, it's not mountain biking, but can still be fun. Yeah. You know, I can hike, <laughs> I can see friends, I can go like hang out with, you know, horses that I, you know, I'm privileged to go um, ride and see all the time. So yeah. <laughs> and it seems like it helps you differentiate between that all or nothing mindset, right? And just the bike example. Yes. It's not either I sit home alone and I can't have any fun or I spend $4,000 on a mountain bike, right? There's the questions seem like they're helping you explore the range of options in between. Oh yeah. Uh, it's defining the middle path. And there are so many middle paths that exist um that it's you know it, you can get creative with it having a general but specific question like like what else can i do mm-hmm. um is so powerful and that's something that i actually you know i posted in the facebook group last week i think and have been really focusing on that as well is what else have i have I, haven't i considered you mentioned the the coffee thing and that, you know, you ask yourself, does this support my ultimate goal of being financially free? No, but maybe you get it next week. And I love that because I think a lot of people avoid taking action because they see it as a forever thing. Or if they have the coffee, they screwed up, they're beating themselves up, they're disappointed. There's all sorts of drama around it. I see this with spending. I see this with eating. I see it with fitness. I see it with business and everything. And I love that notion that no today doesn't mean no next week. And more importantly, it doesn't mean no forever. So where, where have you found your, your sort of sweet spot between holding yourself accountable and working hard and putting forth the effort balanced against the drama of like, I shouldn't have done that. Or I told myself I wasn't going to, but I, but I bought that coffee or I totally shouldn't have spent that extra money to do that thing this weekend. I could have done something for free. Where is your sweet spot and how have you had to navigate that? 
Mm, that's a good question too. Um, I think that I, I try to balance my decisions with known, I don't want, consequences isn't the right word, but so if I decide that I need to have a new rain jacket that costs $75 and will enable me to go hiking with a really lightweight item or go trail running um, and not have to pack a whole bunch of extra weight and it was on sale and it really seems like a deal that's too good to pass up, I, I will compensate for that decision by by stretching my resources. So when, when I say that, I mean, what am I, what am I planning on buying for food this week? Mm. Do I have to go to Costco or maybe can I just limit it to, you know, some essential veggies and check out what's in my freezer Uh, or maybe grab a can of tuna? You know what I mean? I'm still getting what I need, but in a different way, I don't have to go get the organic chicken every single week that costs $10 for three breasts. Um, you know, so just kind of challenging myself to stretch and think in different ways is the best way I can say. And then I also think about the resources that I have that are just around me all the time. Um, I guarantee, and I think this is something that I heard on one of your podcasts at one point, um, was look around in your house and see how there's so much money just in your house um so i have taken to like next door and craigslist and trying to liquidate some assets in exchange for this new thing that's going to add value Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of more of a transactional thing for me because there's definitely stuff that comes up in life that's like this is so important and in the in the sense of food maybe it's you know, something so special, like your grandmother's pie, and you're like, I have to have it. Um, You know, so what are you going to do to compensate for it? Maybe you promise to go for a five mile walk, or like, you know, you're going to do 50 squats or something, you know, I I always I try to think of things like transactionally. um, And that helps. And what stands out to reduce the drama, you know, you go to the solution, right? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, oh, I spent $75 on the rain jacket. What do I need to do in order to make sure that I'm still on track for my goals. It's not sitting and using your energy for the judgment and should I have, shouldn't I, could I have found it for cheaper? Could I have waited a little longer? Could I have made do with what I have? It's, there's, there's no point in that. You bought the jacket, now you make it work. And it's that whole, like I, I use this line in my head all the time, like, so what, now what? You know, mm-hmm. we got a quote for, we're, we're renovating our upstairs and we got a quote for a shower door. And I was thinking it was probably gonna be like, maybe on the high end, 900 bucks, but probably like six or 700 bucks. No, no, $3,400. And <laughs> that, at that point, it's just like, okay, we've gotten a few quotes. Like it's definitely in the few to several thousand dollar range. So what now? What, what, what are we going to do about it? Like, do we need to make another plan? Do we need to consider other options? Do we need to figure out how we can cut back on other expenses we might've had this month? There's no sense in like, I can't believe it's so expensive. And had I, you know, that is just a misuse of energy. So I love that you go for the the solution so quickly, but also I love that you're allowing for, hey, things are going to come up. You know, I'm going to see this rain jacket on sale. I didn't plan for that. I didn't, you know, I don't have my crystal ball to tell me that on Thursday, that jacket I've been pining for is going to be 70% off and yeah, it's still $75, but hey, 
that's a great deal. You make allowances for that in the same way that when it comes to food, we can, we know that grandma's going to make her pie for the holidays. Like we know that's going to happen. So instead of the mindset that we're going to be perfect and it's going to be a purist and everything is just going to be ABC, perfect, perfect, that like there's going to be flex. And when you have your mindset on the fact that things are going to come up and you allow for that and you adjust accordingly, there's no need for all the dramatics. Yeah. And you know, another thing that I just, while you were saying that, that popped up into my mind is like how important it is to prioritize. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, like, things do come up and the pie does exist, but like, you know, grandma's pie is something that is a priority for me. Um, the pie from the grocery store is not a priority. You know what I mean? And that's right. just, you know, how much value do you expect to get out of whatever choice is currently in your path? Mm. Um, and, it, you know, sometimes the value just totally outweighs the cost. And that's when it's a no brainer and you think, ooh how can I make this work? Um, you know, uh, like for you, you know, for your bathroom, uh, obviously, or I think, I don't remember if that's what you said, yeah. your bathroom, mm-hmm. um, you know, that the value probably outweighs the cost. So right. maybe something else, you know, falls off the plate for the month right? Um, or it just waits another month if everything's still functional, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the fact is, even if you couldn't find ways to cut $75 in your grocery shopping or with stuff you have around the house, who cares? Onward. So it mm-hmm. takes you an extra week or two weeks or three weeks to get financially free, or you're compensating for that $75 a month later or six months later because you got a raise at work or because you found out that you're going to be staying with family for a week. So your grocery budget was cut by two thirds or whatever it is there. There doesn't always have to be this like immediate trade-off, right? Right. Me personally, right. I don't exercise more if I eat more. That's just not like I don't, I have had to break that association between like making up for indulging with something like movement. But the fact is, it doesn't have to even out financially or calorically or in any way that day, that week, that month. There's time. And I think allowing for that is so powerful. Sometimes we're just, so caught up on immediate gratification and like having to make it make sense in our minds. But it goes back to the superpower, which is patience, being patient with the process, being patient with your goals. And that's really what I hear when you think like, well, I mean, we'll figure it out. You know, (laughs) I'm going to get the rain jacket. We have to value our mental health, our sanity, our desire, our enjoyment of life, what we place value on. There's a maturity there and a patience there that's just really obvious. Thank you. <laughs> that's nice to hear. Um, it does definitely feel like progress too, like being able to make these choices and not have so much drama around them and just, you know, letting go of the drama has given me back so much in energy Um, (laughs) (laughs) and just being like, okay, well, here's what it is. Um, I've made a choice and I'm dealing with it and here's the solution or I have to wait for it. It, You know, like whatever, Um, (laughs) life goes on. There are harder, you know, there are hard things in life and this is not one of them. Um, So not, not focusing on just, just the the minor detail of that has also been a really important thing to let go 
Yeah. Um, that's given me so much back personally. When you talked about, you know, making the investment in the 12 weeks, which is really an investment in yourself and your growth and your thinking and your, your discipline, your consistency, that can be a tricky choice to make when, especially you have a financial goal or you have a financial Mm -hmm. limitation. How did you make that decision? And then even to like continue on into the veterans group, how do you think about those things that a lot of people will see as expenses that hurt the budget? It sounds like you've really seen it as an investment that has a return. Oh, totally. Um, You know, the investment, it's, absolutely an investment in yourself Mm -hmm. and the investment stretches so much further than the dollars um the way that i'm thinking about things right now has impacted my mental health um which also has a cost um whether it's both which is both quality of life as well as like financial potentially um in the long term certainly um yeah I, i mean i really value investing in myself and continuous improvement is kind of like you know a core part of who I am personally Mm -hmm. so that's a that's always a non-negotiable I mean the you know eating the cost of the 12 weeks was was a hard one for me Um, but since I knew the potential gain of what I could you know what I could potentially gain out of it it was it was one that I felt very comfortable making um if you don't want to invest in yourself, then, then what, I mean, what else is more important to invest in? You're the only thing that you have your whole life. Right. And that's like, that is all. Yeah. And I always think about how, like, when we invest in the way we think, that is how we can get better at our jobs. That is how we can become better investors. That's how we become better with our money. That's how we improve our relationships. Like there's, yeah. you can invest in in stocks or in real estate, which I do and I love and I think is great, but that's only going to return you dollars. When you invest in you and how you think and how you function and how you interact with people, that opens up so many more possibilities for improvement that enriches you monetarily, but also in literally every single other aspect of your life. So when I look at it that way, I'm like, how can I not say yes to investing in me, but also how can I not constantly invest in myself? Oh yeah. And that, totally. Uh, I'm in the same, I have the same thought about that. And, you know, you said something about, you know, in work and in relationships. I mean, uh, my original goal was to correct my finances and look at it in the face and get get a plan together and, and take the emotion and the drama just out of it um, so that I can accomplish a goal. And my the effect of these questions that I'm asking myself um, and the reduction of drama and the trying to continue to be solution-minded mm-hmm. in my relationships and at work have had enormous payoffs. Yeah. I've had like the amount of growth I've experienced from this program is, is so noticeable at my job and has been noticeable by my family. Um, I'm not, I don't even live in the same state as my family. Um, but I, I will challenge them with some of the questions that are in the weekly challenges just to get the juices flowing, just to get them like to think about what they want in life and what would make them happy. You know, at the, at the end of the day, 
Um, I think a lot of people just, if they're not asking them this, themselves the right questions, um, it's hard for them to really tell why they're upset or yeah. like <laughs> what they want <laughs> or right. what would make them happy. Uh, you know, my, my parents are one, you know, t- there are two examples that I have in my head about, um, they're just, you know, they, their goal is happiness, but they just don't know what will make them happy. Right. So giving them some tools to say like, well, what, what are your beliefs? What yeah. do you value? Like what things bring you joy? Um, you know, like do more of that. Uh, the, that's the kind of thing that I think is the most impactful. And if nothing else, the reason to invest in such a way um, for yourself and for the people around you, because a, the type of influence that each and every single person alive carries goes beyond what we all think. Um, you know, the way that we show up in our lives impacts, you know, influences the way that other people perceive you and like, then will take some of your ideas and implement them for themselves. So, you know, you got to think about the, I think about the, my sphere of influence, um, and how that's changed. Mm. Um, and even for my own quality of life too, sometimes, you know, the amount of growth that I've experienced with the, you know, in total, it'll be the 24 weeks this year have, it's really opened my eyes to some relationships that just aren't serving me anymore. Yeah. So I let, I let those ones go and I focus my energy on the ones that are really, you know, creating so much positivity and that are being growth minded and just full of like love. Um, I know it sounds like those are some huge, <laughs> huge claims, but um, it's, it's the truth. Uh, and a big investment, but huge returns. And when you think about, I mean, because in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, there's there's Solution Central, there's the daily coaching audios, there's the challenge, there's the identity journal. Was there a particular tool or part of the 12 Weeks or even a, a, a particular challenge that stands out in your mind as the thing that was the most helpful? Yes. So for me, I think the daily practice of journaling with the identity mm-hmm. journal and I think I have actually asked for the like if I could purchase it in the past I'm like this thing I need it forever like <laughs> I love the identity journal just the questions that are in there are so important to me because your your answers will change week over week so mm-hmm. the the identity journal I mean the whole structure of weekly challenges is a huge thing for me I haven't been as consistent with attending the coaching calls, but I, I feel like I've been pretty successful on my own. Um, and I always tune in if I feel like this one's not really making a lot of sense for me. So I leverage that resource when I, when I feel like I need it. Um, I could do more with that, but you know, Hey, progress, not perfection, right? That's right. Um, (laughs) Progress is all that matters. What would you say Um, to somebody who's on the fence? Like, okay. I probably should invest in myself. Either it's not something I've done before or it's not something I've taken seriously before or I'm afraid I don't trust myself. What would you say to that person? Well, I don't think you'd regret it. Um, you know, I, for, I mean, you definitely would not regret it. And if, if you won't give yourself a shot, like who would who would give you like if you can't give your own self yeah. a chance who else do you expect to do that um you know like you know everyone has to just be empowered to create the change in their life yeah. um so if they're not like i think everyone's worth a shot 
Um, and even if you only get one skill out of this, it will probably be a really important and really impactful skill. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, being able to give yourself a chance um, is, is so like, it's so profound and meaningful. Yeah. Um, and I think that the investment, the dollar amount that this that program does cost actually makes you more compliant. Yeah. If it costed $100 to do this, people might buy it and then let it sit in their inbox. Right. You know, this is a large investment that will create a large return, not only because of like the commitment it requires financially, but it will make you want to show up. Right. Um, I think that, you know, that's, that's important to me. I think it's a, and it's also fair because if you do, per, you know, personal coaching research and um, it, you know, it can get quite expensive. So it's, it's actually <laughs> <Yeah>. a steal. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and I really think that all of the reasons that people are likely to say, no, I can't afford it. I don't trust myself. I start things, but I don't finish. Those are all of the reasons to say yes. And when we really look at what we're doing here, every single one of those are reasons to say yes, but we use them as reasons to say no. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just a challenge of the perspective, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could look at it as like, I am afraid of this, or you could look at it as, ooh, what an opportunity for me to, to explore this. Um, how can, you know, what are the, what are the possibilities associated with this? this chance I may take on myself yeah. and also just having the correct expectations. Do I think that I'm going to show up the same way every single week in the 12 weeks? No. Right. There's, th <laughs> there, there's things, you know, extenuating circumstances, life stuff goes on. Have yeah. I missed one and then had to go back and do two in one week? Absolutely. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that they're less meaningful. Um, right. It just means that it, I think it actually builds, it builds confidence and yeah. it shows you that you're resilient. Yeah. Um, and like, if you, th if something matters to you, you know, you'll find a way, whether yeah. it's on the exact timeline that the program has or on your own. I love that. And I'm, I'm so excited for you. I am proud of you. I cannot wait to see the exponential growth that continues over the years, not just, you know, between now and when you hit that financial freedom mark, but, but even after that, because of what you'll be able to do because of what you're doing now. And it honestly doesn't matter if you're in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, your fifties, your sixties, your seventies, the same growth is available and opens the same doors, no matter where you are on your life timeline. So I just, I mean, I obviously thank you for being willing to share, but the biggest sentiment that I want to express to you is just how excited I am for you about what's ahead. Thank you so much. I am too. And I really have you to thank for it. Um, if I didn't have that, the, you know, the structure to, to help me with um, kicking off my, my goal for financial freedom, I, I don't know what I would be doing right now. Um, <laughs> probably still stressed and unwilling to look at it and face my fears. <laughs> Ignoring it. Um, yeah. So, so thank you. And thank you for sharing the excitement with me because it truly is pretty, a pretty freaking fantastic time um, for me in my life and have such a huge goal to be working towards. Um, I'm glad that I can share it. You get 1000% of the credit. <laughs> you are 1000% of the magic in making this happen. And it's really an honor to be a small part of your journey. And I can't wait to kind of watch alongside and walk alongside as you just 
take it to the next level week after week after week. It's, it's going to be amazing. But thank you. I know that this is having right now, as people hear it, an impact that can change lives that might not have been changed if you weren't willing to, to walk this walk and more importantly, to share it. So thank you. Of course. Happy to help. There are so many things to learn from her journey and her story and her experience and her strategies and her mindset. Things are going to get in the way, always. It's not a problem. We've got to break out of this mindset that if things go wrong, we're screwed. We might as well not bother telling ourselves this is why we'll never get where we want to go. It's not going to go according to plan. I don't care if it's your strategy to get out of debt, to start a business, to lose weight, to um, improve your fitness. None of it is going to go according to plan all of the time. And that is okay. We need to change our perspective on this to just say what matters isn't that things go flawlessly. What matters is how I react and how I respond when they don't. What matters is that when I have these thoughts that I've had a million times before, I'll start tomorrow, who cares, this one thing won't make a difference, that we challenge them. Is this true? How has this worked for me before? Is this a thought that serves where I want to go or is it not? Is there an incremental improvement, right? I don't need to see it as either I choose the ideal thought or this crappy thought that doesn't serve me at all. Is there a slight improvement that I can make here? Is there some gray area that I can move into instead of the all or nothing thinking? All of those strategies are going to be a huge part of your ability to make change. Whatever it is, stop avoiding it. It doesn't matter that it's the beginning of January. It doesn't matter at all. But start to pay attention to what you're eating, when you're eating, how much you're eating, if you're hungry. Start to pay attention to what you're spending. Start to pay attention to how you're thinking. Start to pay attention to what you're saving, how much, where that money's going, what it's doing, how it's performing. And I want to give you guys a heads up. Um, You've probably heard about this, but this is brand, brand, brand new. We have, for the first time ever, a self-study version of the 12 Weeks to Transformation. You'll remember that in the fall, we said, you know, this is your last chance to participate in the 12 Weeks to Transformation. And while that's very much true, you can't ever participate in it as it was then. But so many of you reached out and said, hey, I know you're not going to be doing it anymore with like the live coaching and the Facebook group, but is there a way that I can just access the weekly challenges, the daily coaching audio messages, the identity journal? Can I just get access to that material even though you're not like leading these groups actively? And we're like, yeah. I mean, not only is that just a really great idea, it doesn't make sense for us to not make these tools available. The great thing that that means to you is that it is now available at a 68% price drop. 68%. It used to be $1,500 or more to participate in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, and now it's like $4.99. So it's self-study, which means when you buy it, you start. You don't have to wait on me. You don't have to wait on a start date. You still have access to a huge archive of coaching calls. You get the weekly challenges. You get access to the digital version of the Identity Journal. If you're in the U.S., you can opt to add on and purchase 
the physical identity journal that will ship to you, but otherwise everybody gets the digital version. Um, you get those daily coaching audio messages. Those aren't the daily mindset upgrades. That's something different, but they are um, reinforcing the weekly challenge for whatever week's challenge you're on. The daily coaching audios reinforce that message, which is fantastic and awesome. So all of that stuff is available. Just go to primalpotential.com forward slash register, primalpotential.com forward slash register, or you can go to primalpotential.com forward slash transform. If you have any questions for me about it, just get in touch. The easiest way to do that, to be honest, is to direct message me on Instagram. You can find me there at Elizabeth Benton. That's the social media platform where I spend the most time. You probably get a faster response on Instagram than on email. But anyway, primalpotential.com forward slash register or primalpotential.com forward slash transform. I'd love for you to to go on this journey like my client that you heard from today is on this journey and um, I'm honored to be a small part of it. Make it a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.